the Reef Donkey Fishing Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Doc and Z Show. What's up? Oh, yeah, the Doc and Z Road Show. Road Show, the new Thursday night road show, your favorite podcast road show. This is your favorite podcast. We are in the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios, road show style, and we are on Lake Jessamine. Lake Jessamine, Orlando, Florida. Orlando, Florida. Beautiful Lake Jessamine. Best property on the lake, hands down. The sun just went down. It's a beautiful night. Thank you to the hosts for hosting this. Thank you very much. We appreciate their support on the show. They registered, they won, and here we are. Absolutely. And you can uh, do that on um, our Instagram page or on our Facebook page, Doc and Z Show. That's right. Check it out. It is uh, the Doc and Z Show Instagram. And you know our hashtag? It is now Doc and Z Show. No underscores. No underscores. Very good. Got a great show. Tonight we have the Doc and Z Show here, always moving us with props. Yo, yo. Glad to be here. Thursdays. Always. Always. Such a good time. And of course, our man. APK's own loud bald guy, the one and only. Chuck. Who's ready? Live. Nice. <laughs> What's up, fellas? What's up with you, Chuck? Doc, happy birthday. Yeah. Oh, happy thanks, birthday. Doc. Thank you. It's yeah, uh, you know a pleasure celebrating with everybody here. Had a great night. Great food. Unbelievable. Now ready to do a great podcast. How did you get your birthday in Atlanta on a Thursday? And now we're here on this spread. I mean, how did you did you pull some strings? Well, I've been I've been um, researching the last couple of years, recruiting dates. And mm. I figured three years ago I saw it was going to be on Thursday night. And this was it. You are a genius. So you are. here we are. Your here, famous words. Here yes, we are. Here we are. Fantasy football tonight. We'll talk about that. We're going to talk about what we did and the interns throwing axes at your head. Um, the intern quite, is a very good axe thrower. Yeah. We may have to post that. She threw an axe like that. That wasn't present. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that a little later. Doc, you're a dead man. Tuskegee. Yeah, I can't get away. <laughs> I'm telling you. There's no you way. Be fast on your feet, brother. There's no way. And of course, we talk fantasy football. We talk NFL football. We have a lot of injuries. We're going to touch on that in the Doc's Diagnosis segment later. Because uh, I got a lot of questions for you. And then, of course, Ted Karras will be on the show tonight. Tell the us Ted Karras? The Ted Karras. Like the original one, the, the second in command of Karras's Ted Karras. Exactly. Junior. Exactly. He, Super Bowl champion with the Washington Redskins, as well as coaching an NAI national championship. He's on here. He's a mender. He is a winner. And just something that we're glad to have on the show later. And it should be a great show, Doc. Did you know in this day, do you want to know who shares a few more birthdays with you? Do you know? Talk to him. The one that I think you're going to know by far the best is Mr. Spock's dad, Mark Leonard. Ooh. We all know Mark, right? Absolutely. Uh, God rest his soul, but uh, Mark Leonard, of course. And then your favorite song that you were singing to Chuck earlier, Wearing Red. Um, Lady in Red. <laughs> one of my favorite songs. Dancing <laughs> with Tell me you guys me. didn't dance to that when you went to your dances in high school. Nobody here. That would Shut be Chris Burchard. Oh, now that see, go. that's another special that we are going to officially have. I'll announce it now, just because of that is the karaoke night eventually that we want to have. We're definitely for, get, for all our listeners. Drinking, we want a karaoke yes. competition. That is 
to be determined in the future. But anyways, moving on. That one will be sponsored by Game Day for sure. Exactly. All right. You heard it first. You heard it first. Put your names in to get on the list. Let's go. You know, Zizan, now you weren't born yet, but in 1951, I Love Lucy first aired on TV in black and white. On this day. On this day. Wow. 1951. Great classic. I remember watching that with my grandma. It was good stuff. It was good stuff. But yeah, we got a great show. We will have Ted Karras on tonight. And then I know you have someone special on that's going to be Turtle that will be in here to the Turtle. It's the it's the person that the doc turns to. And the doc needs a doc. We need a doc. Doc's got one. Right? We've got him. Man. So we've got him. We've got him right here. The Ted Karras Jr. He's on the Doc and Z show. Ted, welcome to the Doc and Z show. Very happy to be on the Doc and Z show, fellas. Good to be with you. Yes, first time joining us. And you're calling us from Indianapolis, Indiana. How's the weather in Indy? The Indy is very fall-like. Rain all day, a light misty rain. And the leaves are all kinds of different colors. The deep hues of reds and orange and browns. And they're all falling. Nice. So it's the sea of leaves. It's very fall-like. It's in the 50s. So that's what you live for right there, this time of the year, man. This time of the year, fall football, but I'm living, I'm going to be excited to get down to your neck of the woods here soon enough, though, too, and see some sunshine state and some good fishing and some football. I was going to say, are you a little pumped up about doing a little fishing or what? Absolutely. Well, Florida has the finest fishing in the world, so I get very pumped up Ooh, being a black yes. guy to be able to fish in Florida. Absolutely. So, yeah. Great comment. Yeah, we're going out with real rivals out of Boynton, baby, on the 27th. It's going to be fun. Speaking of fun, the Miami Dolphins dominated the 49ers on the road, kicking some tail. Fun to watch. Fun to watch that execution. I mean, flawless execution. And and have you know, Doc picked that, or not Doc, I'm sorry, Z picked that pick. I wish Doc picked it, but <laughs> Z picked that, uh, that upset. So uh, I think he was 100% confident, I might say. I mean, I don't know. I think I, I, I did pick it. What I didn't like was um, – Teddy getting the tripping penalty in the in the early on in the game there, Ted. Well, I mean, wait, wait, phantom call. Well, phantom. Has to go down phantom. To the I like that. I mean, it, 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 but the refs are doing that all over the league, guys, when you watch football. I mean, you see some of these calls. I'm like, God, how can you – how do you play football sometimes? And uh, Sure. Yeah, I mean, he didn't even – I don't even think he blocked this guy quite frankly. But look at it. So they changed it from a trip to a personal foul. Clip? I don't know. I hope that I don't know. Know. Yeah. Tribute, but thank God that uh, we threw the bomb uh, a couple plays later, and uh, yeah. And then, and then running nine plays, sixty-two yards, going into the fourth quarter. They took up half the quarter in the fourth and finished the job. And that's what you got to do to win, baby. Well, good. It's good that they put it together. You guys gave us some confidence. we got to continue to roll. But, um, yeah, it was a sweet win, and not a lot of people picked. See, I'm with you. I did pick it in my uh, in my pool. So. And you, you're, I know. Let's go DraftKings. I like that. And how did you do last week in fantasy? 
got beaten close game. My quarterback was Dak Prescott. Oh, oh man. man, what oh, a devastating man. that was. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, rough. it's rough, man. He's going to get better. And uh, for that football, man, it's a tough, you know, tough sport, and you never know. And, you know, Godspeed to him. He'll heal up, like he said, come back stronger than ever. So, so who's your backup? Who are you plugging in? So, believe it or not, I got to Teddy Ruby Water last week off waivers, and then today got Fitz early in the morning when no one was paying attention, I guess. And I'm going to start Fitz. Fitz. I like it. He's nice. hot. Ride him when he's hot. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with those two guys now. Yeah, I didn't really know what to do. I'm only a two-year fantasy guy. I've only been, you know, when you're coaching, you never had time to play fantasy, but now I enjoy it. It's interesting and fun. It's very fun. This is the Doc and Z Show. We are with Ted Karras, Washington Redskins, 1987 Super Bowl champ, NAI champ, 2012, Marion University. So, Ted, when you and your background in the coaching, do you see a big contrast when you take over a program and come in and try to change the philosophy or culture versus going to a program and starting it from scratch? Oh, there's definitely some differences because you have the ingrained bad cultural habits that could have been going on for years and years that maybe you can't change. I guess I felt like I found that out in my last stop in coaching a little bit. But, um, yeah, so definitely. But that's what I loved about coaching. I never wanted to go to a rowing program. I wanted to go to your down and out high school, Andrean, that was looking for some leadership. You know, we rose up to the top. Um, and I love challenges like that and went on you know, as a coach and took over programs like that. I know it. That's, that's great. And you wanted to took you what, five seasons, four seasons, five seasons at Marion to, to win a championship, starting it from scratch, from nothing. Six seasons from scratch to national title. It is a record. I think Grandview may have tied it, but um, in any division, yeah, that's one of the fastest from scratch to a natty. And there's a lot of hard work, a lot of people – as you know, Brad, you know, contributed to it, and it was a great, fun experience. Yeah, and they're, and they're still doing good, even though the NAI didn't play this fall. Boom. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's what we have to say What's about that? that? I mean, well, the NAI struggles. A lot of people don't know who the, what the NAI is, but it's the National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics. It's very similar to Division Two ball, you guys. Actually, the, the the difference is they just have a different governing body than the NCAA. So actually the NAI is the oldest organization, but they got overtaken by the NCAA, but they still value athletics, scholarships, and academics. But the biggest thing is scholarship money. You know, there's scholarship money at that level, and I liken it to the Division II level. Um, a little bit maybe to step down, but I mean, like our Marion team could have, I think, competed with any D2 school when we won it all. Night to pivoting, Ted. I want to go back in the day when you and your brother were professional wrestlers. What? Oh, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. What was your were name? Were you the original Ultimate Warrior? Or? No, no. When we were, when I was, it was a lost soul trying to find, what, trying to find what I wanted to do. I had no idea. I was done with football. Got cut from the Redskins. Actually, had a. Uh, since as a stockbroker, I went right. I got my Series Seven, 
was a stockbroker like for eight months. And while I was doing that, I wasn't that happy doing it. And I decided to try pro wrestling. And um, a guy by the name of Buddy Roberts was in Chicago and he had a little school. Um, he was part of the Freakers, I believe, uh, Buddy Roberts. Um, and um, he even needs, yeah, I took some lessons, but I never competed in a ring. You know, I, I took some lessons, did some, you know, sketch things, but uh, heck no, man. To talk about on your body, falling on the, uh, and I'm sure they have better padding now and stuff, but, you know, getting thrown from the ropes down. Just, <laughs> what was your closing move? Did you have a closing move? Were you a part of, just for the record, were you part of the original Road Warriors? <laughs> <laughs> no, I always enjoyed watching pro wrestling, though, growing up. And then I tried to give it a shot, but it's so interesting with some of the techniques that Buddy taught me about, you know, when to pick the guy up, how you position your hand on his knee, you know, give him a little boost up, and then you're all of a sudden in the air, and then all of a sudden crashing on your back, looking up at the ceiling. You know, and then Buddy's on the third row. But i never forget this. This is when I knew I didn't want to be a pro wrestler anymore. Um, it was like my fifth lesson with him, and I'm on my back on the, you know, in the ring, and he's going off the third rope. He's going to jump on me and miss, of course. But I could smell the booze off his breath. <laughs> and then then I was like, oh my God, thank God for that knocking my head off. And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> that was by far the best story I think we've had yet on this show. <laughs> Dude, I mean, shocking. Well, you do what you got to do. Oh, man. Why do you want to do that? <laughs> well, that's part of life. You know, you kind of learn about the things that you don't want to do. Very quickly. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And it sounds like I've tried all of them before coaching, for, you know. But, um, yeah, that's the wrestling story, Brad. There you go. We were supposed to go mullet. Uh, we were going to do a mullet run, go fishing for redfish last weekend. Never got to go. Um, if, when, when Ted and I go down to see Chase, are we going to be able to do red fishing or no mullet? We don't do that offshore? It's, it's, I mean, uh, no, he can do and sure it's, you got to tell him what you want to do and he can tell you what's hot. He'll, he'll just, he'll say, this is what's biting right now. If the weather's right, we'll do this. If it's not, we'll do this, but he knows how to catch snook and all that stuff. I think it's even snook season. So, I mean, we haven't caught any snook. Yeah. So what, it just depends on weather, snook. but if the weather's good, I'm sure you guys are going to go offshore. So for sure. That's what we like. That's remember like a that, mile offshore. Remember that fun Boynton Inlet. Don't forget about that fun boy Hitler. So, oh, gosh. Weather's bad. Yeah, check, check out on YouTube. A lot of Boynton. They have a lot of boats that overturn coming out of the inlet there. Jeez, way to set up a failure there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been out of it, though, hasn't he? Yeah, we yeah he's out. already been out of it. He's, he knows what's up. He's ready. Who's ready? Be ready to capsize, I guess. God. Be ready. Have your life vest on and have a bottle of game day in your hand. Call it good. Right? Just be ready. Just and if always you, be ready. And always be ready, Teddy. And that Chuck also here. lives by that philosophy. So we've got two guys that live, live by that philosophy. Right. Nice. This is the Doc and Z show here with Ted Karras in studio with props and Chuck's very, I mean, I'm going to say very own game day, Chuck. But is that a new type of clothing, props and Chuck's? Props so and as guys. a matter of fact, that's coming down later on in the show. But yes, okay. it is. Just wonder. In case you get lost out at sea. You can, it glows in the dark. It does. And, you, yeah, people can find it. It's a heat seeker. Got it. So, Ted, this week you got your fantasy. Tell us, who is your pick of the week in the NFL? Who were you outside of the Dolphins? 
Who do you who 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 are you gonna bet on the win? No spread. You don't even worry about who's, who's right. your best fantasy player this week on your lineup that in what game? Um, fantasy best guy. I, you know, well, it had been Prescott. I'm hoping Thielen. Thielen. Yeah, he's okay. been good for me. Okay. I, okay. I, I want the former uh, Cathedral, and, and everyone will scoff at this one, but um, Jesus, I'm already forgetting his name. That McLaurin. He needs to get some more points. Washington Redskins. McLaurin. I like that call. I picked him up on fantasy as well. Okay. All right. Well, there you my, go. Pick up of the I'm week. Too, you don't have enough studs. I'm two and three, you guys. So, you know, my team isn't as good as it should be. But Dak was carrying me for a while. Yeah. Hey, it's all right. Hang in there. Right on. That's all you can do. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot, lot of football left. A lot of football. Yeah. Well, let's go fins up. Up, baby. All right, man. Chad. Chad, thanks right. for joining us, man. Chad, thanks for being on the show, brother. Appreciate it. Absolutely appreciate you guys. Look forward to seeing you soon. Take care. All right. All right. That is Ted Terrace Jr., 1987 Super Bowl champ with the Washington Redskins, a friend and mentor of the show. It says it's for sure, Doc. Great guy. And I, I just want to touch on his player that was carrying him was Dak Prescott. You know, everybody's curious about that injury. Broke his lower ankle and dislocated his ankle. Tore some ligaments. However, from a good source, I uh, heard he should recover 100%. Should be back to play one year. So, Doc, one year. I'm going to say 18 months. Tell okay. Me so, take me – so, with Dak, you know, because it's very important to fantasy football. How do you break your leg like? Like, what is going on? I didn't see the play. Just, I don't want to watch it. If he's, he's ever been on the sidelines of, of a pro football game, I even played, a high school, I played even, in, you, you played college pro. I mean, the force and the, the amount of pressure that those guys, when they land on a leg or an arm or whatever, it can't hold up. It can't withstand. So it either dislocates, so you tear the ligaments, or you break bones. And in his case, he did both. And – Apparently, the bone came through the skin. They call that a compound fracture. And then, you know, they go in, they do surgery, or they repair the bone, and then they have to fix the ligaments. So they just get everything connected back together, you know, easy terms. And uh, as long as he doesn't have an infection from the bone going through the skin, he should recover, and he should be able to return to play in the NFL. Okay, so take me through. I'm back, Prescott. My surgery is done. What kind of treatment are we going to? What kind uh, of treatment are we going to put on? How do we rehab and how are we taking care of yeah, it? Yeah, as long as everything you, you got to wait for everything to heal, the ligaments, the bone, the skin, everything. Once that heals, they'll give you the clearance to start going through rehab, and it's all lower body, lower leg, just strengthening every day. Hard work, hard work. This but when he puts in the time, he will come out. On the end result, he'll come out on the good side. Isn't one of the the most main or the main concerns with, with compound fractures is infection? Yes. You know, treating that infection first, make sure there's not infection, Absolutely. then going through the rehabilitation process. Yep, that's and that's interesting thing. you ask because we have a professional here uh, in the studio tonight. We do. The Turtle, the official um, house that we are in right now, Dr. P. Senior, the pioneer. Welcome to the studio. 
Thank you. Welcome to your studio. Can I, should I call you Mr. Turtle? <laughs> Look, looking forward. <laughs> Dr. Turtle? Looking forward to it. Dr. Turtle, excuse yeah, me. You, you need to explain so, that. You need to explain me. a little bit of what that turtle All right, is. So the turtle, <laughs> the official name of the turtle, we went out there one day to use the pontoon boat, and we're back in a little cove here, some weeds and stuff, you know, always maintenance in the lake. My dad's in there up to his head pulling weeds out like, in the lake when everybody's always worried about gators and snakes. Nope. He's just in there, you know, thriving with the environment, pulling out, cleaning <laughs> things. I back the pontoon out. I say, Hey, you want to get in? We're going to go out to the sandbar. And he says, no, he said, I may come out a little bit. I said, okay. So I drive the pontoon out there and about 20 minutes later, here he comes with his head bobbing above the water, just comes right through <laughs> all, all the lily pads and just kind of floats right over to the sandbar. And my buddy goes, he looks like a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck. That is the official story of the turtle. I would Welcome. I would never. Welcome. It, it's a good thing it's your birthday today. It is. Exactly. <laughs> I would never think of a million years to jump into a lake here in Florida. That's back then. And I maybe you've got, you know, I mean, you've got not, marbles. That's not too long ago, so it's not that far back. Hey, hey the gators we're, we're care blessed to live here on this lake, and we love it. So. Well, we love this whole piece of property. We love that bar. It's Thank you for away. having us yes. in, in this uh, studio. What a beautiful environment this is. If you could just see what the uh, the, the mobile beef donkey fishing studio looks like oh. tonight. It's absolutely beautiful. If you go under our Instagram or Facebook page, we'll probably post a picture of it. It's not easy. And, you know, thank you to the interns and to the, the hosts because bringing all the audio in, the lighting, and the food that catered to our, everybody here. I mean, it was a big crew. It's big a crew. So, so, so thank you again. Lots of We always Happy have birthday. fun. Thank you. Yeah, happy it's birthday. good to celebrate my birthday. So, so thank you for having me. Right. So Dr. P, Turtle P, I mean, what should we call him? P, P Turtle? Dr. P Sr. is how everybody knows him in, in this area, Central Florida area. So Dr. P, Access Health and Wellness. The, the uh, Access Health and Wellness Association is something that you're passionate about. We talked about DAC and how you know rehabilitation in the bones. You're leading the charge here in, in Florida to create awareness and education on preventative rehabilitation. Preventative. Outside of what I had talked about with rehab and, and or, uh, repair and rehab, what also would you recommend anything from a supplement standpoint, you know, dietary standpoint, anything like that, that nature? Well, let me, let me just comment just real quick uh, on what Z was saying relative to access health and wellness. And I appreciate you bringing that up because you know, it's a real uh, uh, important mission uh, for me and my life and my team. Uh, Dan, Dr. Doc has taken over the practice and now I've been given uh, the opportunity to move forward with uh, what I think is a very, very important uh, uh, issue in today's uh, uh, concern over healthcare and where healthcare is going. And uh, Access Health and Wellness is all about uh, bringing a, an awareness to taking steps to be more more proactive with our health rather than reactive you know today's healthcare delivery system is reactive you get hurt you have pain you go to the doctor you know we we grew up with the idea you go to the doctor when you're sick well that's kind of like uh you know trying to chase the horse after it's left the barn so it's big it's an important mission to me and i thank you for bringing it up but uh you know as it relates to uh you know post 
surgical uh, issues, all aspects of not just dealing with the physical aspects, but dealing with the emotional aspects and also the chemical aspects of healing is extremely important. So proper nutrition uh, uh, is going to be a key for uh, this injury that you were talking about. Uh, proper uh, bone healing can be enhanced uh, with uh, good supplementation, good quality supplementation, as well as uh, proper diet. So uh, three aspects of, of recovery is uh, good physical care, uh, good uh, chemical or nutritional care, and good uh, emotional and, and or uh, stress management. Okay. So what am I eating? When you say nutritional, is that something I'm, I'm eating or is it like vitamins? Or I That's a good question. You know, you know, nutritional, nutrition, what, what I call a triangle of health for to achieve optimal health is to address all three sides of the triangle the physical side which i look at as the base of an equilateral equilateral triangle the uh, side of the triangle which we call the chemical side of the triangle which includes what you eat breathe and drink and then finally the psychological side of the triangle which is our mental stress management side so meditation relaxation techniques, those types of things are extremely important in reaching a state of what we call optimal health, getting a balance to all three of those areas. So it's not just a matter of, uh, you know, having a good surgeon to fix the bone. It's also making sure that you're feeding the body what it needs. And that's not just what you're eating every day, proper nutrition, you know, watching what you're eating, watching your fat content, watching your calorie content, uh, watching your fried foods in particular uh, for a, a proper healing process because fried foods will create inflammation that won't create an increased problem with your with your healing process. So again, uh, this particular injury getting back in the field is important and I'm sure he's going to have a good nutritionist that's going to be working with him. Uh, he's going to get everybody uh, I'm sure, for, you know, for, for proper nutrition. So thank you, doctor. Now, my question is, are you abiding by everything you just said for your healing process because of the fact that you just had a bilateral knee replacement? Like, there are not many people that, intern, calm down, please. Intern, over Sign there. Him. Thank you. Sign okay, him. she's gone. Um, we'll talk about that earlier next week in our meeting. Uh, so you had a bilateral knee replacement, which is pretty mind-boggling to a lot of people. Both knees done at the same time, very impressive. I think you've got to be pretty hardcore to be able to withstand that. Yeah, I mean, you know, I appreciate that. But, you know, the, the reality to this is, you know, we all get to a point, some of us earlier than others with uh, athletic types of injuries, but I'm 69 years old and, and you know, I've, I've led a very active life and uh, over that period of time, both of my knees wore down to where they were bone on bone. And uh, uh, we tend to resist some things that are uh, obvious uh, when it comes to things like surgery. And I was one of those people, even though with the, the knowledge I've had with many, many patients that I've treated over the years with with uh, uh, bad knees that ultimately needed knee replacements. 
Um, I resisted going to it because I was uh, fearful of the outcome. But do your due diligence if you're in a category where you're concerned about, you know, having something done with your knees or uh, I can tell you uh, any, any joint replacement is something to be taken seriously. Do your due diligence with the surgeons that you're consulting with. Make sure that you get several opinions. But I was fortunate enough to have uh, uh, gone long enough to let technology catch up to the point where I was, uh, uh, my surgery was what was called a striker Mako robotic surgery. So even though it's a full knee replacement, uh, both of them were done. Uh, it was uh, by my surgeon's name was uh, Dr. Jeffrey Petrie with uh, Orlando Health Orthopedic Group. Uh, and uh, the information he gave me and provided me ultimately led me to the decision of, of getting the, uh, the one knee done. We talked about doing them both at the same time. I will say that that is unusual. Most orthopedic surgeons don't like to do it. I had to go through a pretty rigorous uh, check the box before I got approved to get them both done. But it was my choice to get them both done, and the surgeon did agree to do it. Um, I'm six weeks post-surgery right now. I'm uh, fully off of my walker, uh, back ambulating, and uh, with very little pain. I still have residual, but uh, I can tell you it was well worth doing it. All right. You did that 5K right yesterday wow. morning. Right. There you go. Dr. Right P. there. The full synopsis of a bilateral knee replacement. Let them know. I don't know if I could recover from double knee surgery. Well, you, you know. I'm not bionic. Has a lot to do with mindset too, though. You know. So that's what I was going to say. I love that's that psychological side of the track. You've got to have your headset right. You you do absolutely a lot of good support too. You know, it has to be with anything successful has to do with support. Right, and I think about I think back to guys like Junior Seau in the day who uh, couldn't handle it mentally, and they ended up taking a different route and didn't make it because that psychological part of the triangle wasn't there. And it's not just getting banged up, but it's going from being the king and the hero. To always having that attention around you to nothing yeah. and it's got to burn and, and, and transition and even though he's not hurt physically that's still part of that whole triangle of trying to stay healthy i think where a lot of patients get uh, get in trouble and athletes and athletes themselves get in trouble is there there is a process you go through after the surgery and you know even though pain medication is there it is to be used very very uh, three cautiously, days, right? three days, and you know it—it—it's it, something that I, I can speak to uh, very clearly. Yeah, once those nerve blocks wear off, it's tough, tough, but that toughness goes away. And uh, versus getting addicted to something that is going to be a lifetime of misery, yeah. even after the pain of the surgery goes away. So just be cautious, uh, those of you who are thinking about, you know, some type of surgical intervention for a joint. Uh, replacement. All right. Dr. Well, P. Senior. Dr. P. Senior, the man, you heard it here. The best oh, information man. you'll get. The, so. the myth, the man, the legend? Or the he, man, no, the he's the, the man, the legend. That's it. Yeah. That's all you got to say. So, turtle, anyway, thank you. Turtle. Thank you for having us in uh, your own studio. I appreciate uh, Hopefully, we don't have to you know, pay rent or anything for the evening, but we thank do appreciate they know the hospitality the and the setup and you know, uh, we'll, we'll, we're definitely coming back if, if we're welcome back. So this is an absolutely welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank Appreciate you. It. Great show.
We are the Doc and Z Show here in the Reef Donkey Fishing Studios, brought to you by Game Day Vodka, America's favorite new vodka. Like we're the America's favorite new podcast. That's right. And we, we are, are the official podcast of Game Day Vodka. We are. Yeah. One and only. Get out there and take one for the team. That's all. We take one for the team every Thursday. We are ready. Every day is game day. Speaking of game day, what just happened, Chuck? You know, we just got a disappointing loss. The Tampa Bay Rays just took one down. Walk-off home run by Carlos Cabrera. Carrera just took another one out. This guy's hot. He took another. This is his second home run in the series, but uh, the Rays are uh, down three to four. So now they're they got to just take it out. They're leading three to two as far as series is concerned. Can I can I just call? Can I just elephant in the room? Do they are they wearing that little buzzer again this year? The Astros no, they took that out. So they thought because the Rays <laughs> they were took taking it their butt, out, he said. They, they they said since the Rays were winning three to one, you know, it's because the Astros weren't. Well, we got that shock that was. It's like a zzz, it shocks you. Yeah, it was like a little tingle to where it's like oh, it depends on where you put it. Depends so if you put it higher on your leg, you know, probably where would a little you more of it? a tingle. Where would you put it? We're going tingle town. Uh, we're gonna, we're <laughs> exactly. We're not going to waste a good tingle. Tingle town. <laughs> we're going tingle town. That's the slogan. Hashtag, where would you put it? Speaking of tingle town, <laughs> I'm undefeated in fancy football. And it tingles me. Oh, stand. man. What a great segue. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Doc, tell us about it. You little bitter? Yeah, well, Doc's the best one. We last week he was the best one in three team in fantasy football. Now I am the best one in four team. <laughs> right. one. Like I'm going to make a run. run. You're it's making good. moves. I'm, I'm happy though. I'm fine. I'm good with who I got. I'm, I'm going to make a run. Don't, Don't trust in my guys. Back. Don't call to come back. You heard it first. So Doc and we have the we had Doc and Z have a, a running a competition throughout the NFL season. You pick one winner and one loser each week. And right now Z is sitting at five and five. And Doc is five and four. And why do you say? Is because the Broncos and the Patriots did not play. So that will roll over into this week. So I will actually have three picks this week. So I just won my one game with the Ravens last week. And then the one rolls over. So and, uh, the one rolls over. So you're going to pick that same game? Is that this week? Do they roll it over move it? Yeah, it is this week. It's a um, one o'clock game. Broncos at Patriots. So right, I still pick the Broncos to lose. That was last week's pick, so I get still get two more picks. However, you pick first this week. I do pick first, and I can tell you without a doubt, probably the pick of the century. I'm going to say the century. Yeah. Was my Dolphins pick last week to beat the 49ers on the road. Or of the history of Doc and Z show. That was much better than your Jets pick Well, the great thing about it was I got to do the pregame talk to the team um, and really was insightful and getting in their heads and being able to motivate them to victory. (laughs) What's nice is seeing the Dolphins actually being exciting to watch. Domination. Dominating. Exciting to watch again. The way that they shut the 49ers out from – Again, they close. We talk about winning and closing, right? It's hard to win in the NFL, and they seven minute drive in the fourth to end the game. Well, we always talk about the time zones, right? And wearing down and, and and coming into play. And it looked like that was definitely a factor where you know just it being really early where they're from. You know, and that's a, the strange thing because a lot of teams have gone on the road from the East Coast to and traveled to the West Coast and won. Carolina, they didn't just coming back the other way is tough. Right? It is. Well, because you're playing a one o'clock game and it's nine a.m. at home, 
Yeah. yeah. So it's like you're not used to playing, you know, competing at that level. Big difference. Early in the morning. Early in the morning. And which leads me to my next and before we get to the picks, is did you all see did you all see that pick I made last week? Yeah, which one? The one between Bobby McGee and Ricky Bobby. I did not. Well, we both lost. I can tell you that. Z. One hit. We got one goddamn hit. You can't say goddamn on the air. That's all right. Christ, no one's listening. In case you haven't noticed, and judging by the attendance, you haven't. Oh, what a great movie. They won a game yesterday. Nice catch, Don't ever do it again. <laughs> Great quote. That yeah. was. That was. Classic curveball. So who's your pick? The stop Stop delaying here. Who's your pick? Well, my pick is going to be um, my winner this week is going to be the Chicago Bears. Oh, I yeah, Bears. Oh, man. I knew that was coming. Cat. Why, you ask? Because you're wearing a Chicago hat. I do. I am, yeah. But I'm also wearing a Reef Donkey shirt. I know. Okay, so – just make sure you say that too. I'm playing the out of no, sorts. I like I like the Bears Carolina against Carolina. I yeah. think that Nick Foles is going to be able to slice and dice, slice and dice the the Panthers secondary, and I just don't think that the Panthers offense is going to be able to execute and move the ball. Even though they are playing Carolina, I like the Chicago Bears on the road. It's my winner. Okay, it's a good pick. It's a great pick. I like the pick. Sticking the neck out a little bit there, I think. Bear down. Since you're taking your Bears, I am going to take the Falcons to lose to the Vikings. What? Falcons to lose. So you're picking your old Minnesota Vikings. Well, I, I don't think he's really picking that. I think he's picking the Atlanta. They lost their head well, coach. Well, I have to gone. pick, I have to pick Atlanta to lose. Hey. Is that Ryan or so that's going to be his Jets but the pick. Hey, it's, yeah, not like the it's not like the Vikings are 4-1. Good good call, Chuck. They're one and four. Oh, the Vikings low hanging game. fruit. Yeah. Hey, the Falcons just became the Jets. <laughs> the NFC. Funny Jets. how it goes from week to Profound. week. From week to week. Is there a pick? Is there a game of the week for you guys? Though? Well, like, unfortunately, I can't pick the. I can't pick the Dolphins to win anymore because that would be another no brainer. I picked the Colts to win. They yeah. already lost. I'm gonna pick. Ago. I'm gonna pick the Buccaneers to beat the Packers. See, there you go. The Buccaneers to that is a neck out pick right yeah. there. You got Aaron Rodgers coming. So I'm gonna take the Bucks yeah. win and the Falcons lose. Let me check this guy's temperature. All right, let's see what's going on over here. <laughs> he does feel a little hot. I'm gonna make it interesting. Bucks are my loser. The Bucks going head are head head. be my losers. Okay, I don't made think that. I mean, Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Tampa Bay is there yet. Yeah, they got, they're 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 close. Yeah. But Green Bay is a I true tested better. Now, if it was in the sixth or seventh week and Green Bay was undefeated, I might think differently because once the pressure start mounting of having to keep winning and having to keep winning, just because they keep talking about that. Yeah, they usually fall in face. I'm sure there was a lot of emphasis on what down we're going to be on, on who's on first now, what's going on with Brady. So maybe he's going to be a little tightened up this week, but we'll see. Maybe Listen, we'll- Florida's open, guys. So we were supposed to go to the game this weekend. And then there's like a lottery, you know, the season ticket holders, my cousins, the season ticket holder. And then they're only taking in a certain amount of the season ticket holders to come in. And we did not get picked. Otherwise, we would have possibly been going to that game. Oh, man. Well, that would have been it. Well, hopefully I'm Dizzy. going to the Viking game. So the Viking Tampa Bay game, that'd be fun. What do you got to do? I mean, what do you got to do? What do you got to do to get those tickets? Got to be lucky. We'll see. Got to get lucky. Should you go to OBT and just kind of 
Yeah, probably. Just kind of walk up and down the street, say, I need tickets. Yeah. Look for butthole mouth. So Could you wear like a Bucks hat to me? Anything special? Like just a hat? Or like a, you know, well, like a banana hammock? Or or <laughs> Bucks banana hammock and a hat and a sign. So you, <laughs> all right. You the I need to tickets to the Bucks game. You have the Denver Broncos to lose. And now because of the game last week got canceled, your third pick this week. The Den- Well, the Broncos to lose was my third pick. And my set- my first pick was the Falcons to lose to the Vikings. And then the Bucks, the Bucks to, win. to win. Wow. Bucks Those are my picks. I so like that. So another good week playing against you directly this week. Well, yeah. So next week we will come in and have a true leader. Like right now, we are tied. We've been tied for the last couple of weeks. We will, yeah. I, yes. I, actually, I, I took a lead, but then you came back with that dominant performance. I'm going to keep coming back. You know? I mean, it's, you know what they say, right? Doesn't I'm like that ex wife that doesn't want to leave, dude, and throws axes at your head. You know what I mean? I'm so, keep coming back, which, buddy. Before we get into you. our divisional pick, so we had a chance to go to the, uh, to throw some axes this past week, did we not? My axes place in Apopka. Woo! We had a blast. Yeah. Beautiful Jessica. Them. And a, they were such great hosts. Great hosts. We had a we had a, our own crew. Everybody had a bay. You know, it was uh, it was a blast. So these you walk hatchets. in. Let's not forget about pregaming though. Next door, you got a little pregame on. Pregame next door at the brewery. Okay, three old guys brewery. Three odd Ooh. guys brewery. Yeah. Yeah. Three odd and, guys. And uh, walked oh. right over to my axis place. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, if they get a bar in there. You know, maybe they sell game day vodka. They could, they could. Or you can just bring your own brown. You bring your own brown bag in there, right? The axes bar. Go throw axes after drinking bar. How about that? (laughs) So you walk. You've never been to an axe throwing place. So when you walk in, they're different, I'm sure. But you have bays, and you have bays that are lined up. Some with small axes that you can throw one handed, and then you have. Big, Some that yeah. are two, like the kind of chopping wood with like oh, if, if I can get Schwarzenegger if I can get the yeah. chopping the wood if I can get the picture of the intern throwing the big axe up against the board and then doing a little cheer afterward that yeah. I'll try to put that on the, the intern was actually really dangerous good at the axe throwing if I was ever good. running away and yeah, there's dead. if they find me with an axe in my back <laughs> because I was running away and I'm like face down in the yard. There's you no know, question Kendra who probably did it. Threw it. it looked the, the like she was, threw it at my there's an apocalypse. She throws that at a zombie. She hits him and she jumps up and says, hey, I got him. Yeah, she could save me one day, too. So it could go either way. You never know. And then she'll cheer. She got the bumper yes. sticker. She learned my skills at the Axis Bar. My Axis <laughs> Place. So check them out in Apopka. My Axis Place. Ask for Jessica if you go on their website, right? Yes. Or, or just locally, if you have an axe throwing place, go and support that local business. And yes. And go enjoy the fun time. I mean, you, you don't can, need you your can own have axe. some fun. It's like playing darts with hatchets well, and axes. It is. Well, they, that's kind right. of what it's like. So if you play darts, you can throw an axe. So sometimes when you go to pool, you go play some pool, they bring their own pool sticks. Those are called you, cues. Cues. Do you think they bring their own <laughs> they bring their own axes? Oh, absolutely. So guys they have a bag of hatchets in their freaking arsenal and they're like, is that your bully Am no, I going to use the bag. 16 ounce or am I going to use the 38 ounce? What is that blade? Is that a three or a two? This is my gonna, hickory handle right here. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you going to single that? hand that or you going to double hand that? Did you shave that, that yourself? Do you consider axe throwing a sport? Absolutely. Because they... They compete. So I would consider it to be a hell of a good time. 
Um, I mean, is there a rosin bag there for your hands or what? There should be. There should There's be. There's a lot because there. You get to drinking, you start throwing axes, you're having a good time with your friends. I mean, you never know what's going to happen. Is cornhole a sport? 100%, I think. So if cornhole is a sport, then axe It's a tier is a B sport. It's a Don't tier B. Like, just like axe throwing, it'd be a tier B in mind. And I just, this is a brand new definition. Just check it's, out 2021 no, here, in the, the Western Dictionary. Darts a sport. Is pool a sport? So it's, 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 it's its own bracket yeah. for sure. I would definitely so agree. So then, its own, axe throwing can definitely be that. It would be in that's, that same that's like thing. what? Throwing, so throwing sure. Hypothetical, Chuck. Hypothetical. They're not even hypothetical. So you're in Hawaii and you're in the strongman competition. Is that a sport? Absolutely. Okay. It's a sport. Absolutely. So lifting weight. Absolutely. And the interns cheer oh. as a cheerleader. Is that a sport? Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. if you can it's, get it's injured, all it should be a sport. Yeah, it's all categorized. Well, so speed walking. Let's so if yeah, if they get find injury, a hole on a sidewalk, if, you're going down. If they get an injury, it's going to be considered a sport sports injury. So you got a torn pec. I get it. It happens. Yeah, it happens. It, happens it can happen. All right. So, but yes, definitely check it out. My access place. Let's get right back to it, Doc. We're going to do our ranking. Let's rank this week the AFC's worst to best divisions, and we'll follow up the NFC next week, right? So we did we did some conversation conversating about this because it has changed a little bit in the NFL with the dynamics. We both agree the AFC, right? By far the more dominant division. Would you guys all agree, props? Yep. Correct. Because yeah. they're from top to bottom, right? From Kansas City to the Steelers. To the you know, you gotta put the Patriots well, in there because then you got just, Vegas, you got yeah, the Ravens, you got Cleveland now, the you Dolphins. got Tennessee. Speaking of Cleveland, shout out to Paul. Whoop, whoop. Talk to him today, big Cleveland fan. However, he did say, "How do you consider it a rivalry when one team always wins?" That was his comment about the Pittsburgh Cleveland Browns. And what did you say, guys? That, that's a great point. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like turtles from uh, Pittsburgh, so they'll be rooting hard for Pittsburgh. Paul's from Cleveland, so we'll we get, see what we're giving we'll shout outs. What about the Kerry and Patrick? They're big fans of the show. Big fans of Teddy, Patrick and Kerry. Big fans of Teddy, uh, big fans of the, uh, Belichick and the Patriots, and uh, thanks, thanks for listening to the show. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Thanks for listening. We truly appreciate it. So here we are, back to the AFC. I think we decided that the AFC East, when you have Miami, Buffalo, New England, and the New York Jets, probably the worst AFC. That's these worst. I don't AFC know. Division. I mean, I think the best is the North. The best is the North for sure, because you've got Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cleveland, all four wins. Okay, being I agree with you on that okay, because they agree. are top to bottom, and that's only because Cleveland has stepped into the role of being a contender with the Steelers, who year in and year out, or they're just always in the consideration. I think the South is the worst. I don't think the north or the east is. I think the south is the worst. So you say the east is the worst? Well, who's in the south? Yeah, so the south is the Tennessee, south. Indianapolis, Houston, and Jacksonville. By far the worst. Oh, yeah. By far. You said, yeah. ja- you said Jacksonville. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the south is the worst. The north is the best. And then who's your number two? I'm going to say. The second worst, you mean, or second best? The second best. Oh. So after number one, the second best would be. Uh, the East. All right. So your AFC East is East. number two. You have the, okay. Just so, as far as when you look at those teams and as the year goes on, 
I like Kansas City and Vegas, but I think Buffalo, New England, and Miami, I think as a whole division, I think it's a little bit stronger because Denver and the Chargers, uh, I don't know. I think with the Belichick-Grady uh, separation, you're going to see the AFC East because they've always been one of the better conferences. Actually, just the top of that conference has been good. I, and you talked about Indy and Tennessee and all those different things. It's all about the quarterback. Peyton Manning was with the Colts for a long time. He brought that division up where they were always winning. And then you have Tom Brady that's following suit, bringing up that division. So who's going to be the next quarterback and the sure. next duo to step in? Which is uh, Kansas City, right? I mean, so, yeah, that AFC West, you had ranked where? Arguably so. AFC West, I had uh, third. So you have them third? I do. And then who'd you have first? I had first, I had the North. East is number two, west is number three, and south is number four. Wow. No Why disrespect to anybody. Why I don't know. I just kind of randomly picked those just north? based on who I wouldn't want to play. Why the north? The north just has the most solid teams right Which now. team are you referring to? Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Cleveland. Those are not teams you want to play right now. Especially Cleveland. Cleveland's on fire. Odell, yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. is finally coming into his. Although I respect the Chargers in the west. Well, we're not saying you disrespect anybody. So I mean, I, I just feel like when I when you look at those teams, you just and then you ran the, the north east and the east two? because Buffalo, New England, and Miami are all very tough teams. I think to play. Okay, okay, and that's cool because we love Teddy. We're including the Dolphins, and I get that. I but let's be real. And the you know, let's give them two more weeks before we start talking about them. You know, yeah, give them okay. a couple more weeks. Okay, let's see if they can enough, do if they enough, can beat the enough. Jets. It's a winnable game. They already won a game they weren't supposed to win. The Jets. They should smoke the Jets. They should. So I'm saying they but I know they always the play them hard. But though. they went on the road and won a game they shouldn't have won. That's true. Okay. Or they weren't expecting let's to win. Let's see how they bounce back. And now let's go. If they or can do they get South Beach? If they can win by if they can just win this game. Because if they went back and partied, then they're screwed. Coke, well, that's just it. Coke Winning in Miami is okay. very hard. It do. is. <laughs> Consistently. So we'll talk about the NFC next week. We will talk about that, but this week, hopefully the Dolphins get a big win at home against New York. Let's go. It's a winnable game. right? Go Bears, as always. Another great show. We had some great, great insight, some great things. Thank you to Ted Karras, Dr. P, Chuck, the loud bald guy, Game Day Vodka's very own Chuck, and they're lucky to have you. I told you that before off air. Yeah. Remember, everybody, tomorrow, wear your props and chucks. Friday, with your pink shirt, October, breast cancer awareness, with your props and your chucks. The props That's and chucks? That's all I ask. The props and chucks. You got it. Is that cool, props? That's great. Is that a little much? Hey, it's Friday. Roll with it. Roll with it, baby. Another great show, Doc. Another great show. Would you not agree? Absolutely. I mean, you are always in a rush there. I am always, not always trying in a rush. to rush to get us out of here. When the studio's here, closing we, time. We have till midnight. He's like, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the. All right. What's well, crazy, show. Gentlemen, right thanks for joining us. Doc, on the show tonight. A little tribute to you for your birthday. I hope you enjoy it. Say it's your birthday. Forty-one, brother. Here in Troy, Alabama, wishing you a happy birthday. 
man, 41 years old. Out of 35 years that we've been best friends, I've been whipping your ass all 35 of them. So it's a good feeling, brother. That is a great Wish I was there to celebrate with you and the Reef Donkey crew. Hope you guys have a have a great evening. Tell the family, everybody, I said hello. Can't wait to see you soon. Love you, brother. I love you, Coach Kirky. Wow. That was heartfelt right there. Dude, take care of you. Happy birthday, Doc. Usually I would tell you every day is game day. However, today is your birthday. I hope you have a wonderful day, man. Wow. Right. It was like Chuck. Hey, Danny, come here, brother. Come on, give me a hug. Bring it in for the real thing. Damn you. You don't know how lucky you were. I almost numb-chucked you. Ouch. Hey, you hungry? You hungry? Ma, can we get some meatloaf? <laughs> so how's my protege, uh, Jeremy, J-Bone, living the dream? Happy birthday, Danny. Remember the old days? We used to watch a lot of movies. Have a good one, buddy. Oh, wow. Happy birthday to you, Doc, from your boy, Be Easy. Have a good day, Doc. Be easy. Be easy in the house. Awesome. Doc, a lot of people love you, man. It's a crew. It is a crew. Happy birthday, Doc. Drew Boo Cheesecake and I are going to take you out for some two-for-ones at Chili's. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Wow. Hey, Doc. Dr. Dan, this is Custom Bobby calling you from New Smyrna Beach. Wishing you a happy birthday to my best bourbon buddy. Talk to you soon, pal. Bye. All right. All right, the Dr. Z Show. Tribute Reel. Great. There's like buttons going off everywhere. Chalk it off, Doc. It's already ridiculous. Janet P. Or is it Dr. Dan? I don't know how formal I'm supposed to be on this. You the king of the, the snap, crackle, and the pop. Happy birthday, brother. Looking forward to getting back out to the Karachi, like little go gators for the haters. All right, man. Have a good day. Happy birthday. We love you. Danny Boy. Hagedorn here. Happy birthday, my friend. I'll leave you with one pro tip. Never go to the dentist at the end of the day. Because you know why? Because you'll be tired and your jaw will definitely be hurting. Happy birthday, bro. Peace. <laughs> tired and my jaw hurts. Happy birthday, Doc. Until next week. Statement. Thanks, Chuck. Props. Thanks for Absolutely. having me. Woo woo. Another good Thursday night. Thank you guys for getting all those messages. We appreciate it.